When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Previously on El Flow. Todo comenzó en The Noise. Everything began in The Noise, the nightclub. It was this dark club in El Viejo San Juan, and you can literally hear the bass and the drums coming out of that little club. When you entered, you'd hear a song that said, Dembo, 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 Dembo. And you see everyone against the walls, grinding hard. The people who went to the noise were not accepted elsewhere. That was our house, where we did the shows, where we felt like artists, because we were singing in a club full of people. Uy. So cool. This is where Faldo was born and where Michael from Michael and Manuel was born, where Ranking Stone was born, where Wiso G was born. One January in the early 90s, on a Three Kings Day, DJ Playero was working in his apartment on a record that will one day hang in the Reggaeton Hall of Fame when somebody gets around to building it. The mixtape Playero 37 or Playero 37 was spearheaded by a new talent that he had just discovered in his hood, a teenager with a flow that came out in bursts. That day, they took a break from the recording to go down to celebrate Three Kings Day with a street party. They were all there, Playero, his family, his neighbors, and the singers who were recording with him. My son, who was very young at that time, was there, and his mother and me. And I went upstairs because the boy's grandmother called me to fix something upstairs. And when I'm upstairs, that's when those people came and started shooting. It was a drive-by. A group of young men with AK-47s pulled up to the party and started shooting at the crowd. Escuchamos los tiros y mi mamá subió y dijo, mira. We heard the shots and my mom came up and said, they shot a boy, they shot a boy. Ay, Dios mío, yo me volví loco porque yo dije, diablo, mataron a mi hijo, mataron a todo el mundo. Oh, my God, I went crazy because I said, damn, they killed my son, 
They killed everyone because there were people downstairs, and we started looking. My son and his mother were under a car, but they were okay, thank God. One by one, they found their family, friends, and colleagues. But someone was still missing. The promising young rapper that Playero had been recording. And they began to worry. I remember it like it was right now. Today, there was a car and he fell. Like as if he was trying to get under the car. And he was face down. Damn, there's moments in the story. This is one, for sure. But there are more. You'll see. This is El Flow, a journey to the roots of reggaeton. My name is Lilia Luciano. I'm a CBS News correspondent born and raised in Puerto Rico, the cradle of reggaeton. You're listening to Episode 9, Playero 37. To better understand what just happened, the shooting and all, we have to rewind the tape a bit. As you know, in the music scene, almost everybody uses a stage name. In Puerto Rico, when rap was taking over, artists liked to use their initials, or something symbolic that they felt represented them. And in the case of DJs, well, they liked to identify themselves as such, DJs. The person who we're about to meet, his real name is Pedro Gerardo Torruellas Brito. But from the time he started doing Pari de Marquesina, first in Bayamón, and later in the Villa Kennedy Projects in San Juan, He's been known as DJ Playero. En el ambiente musical me conocen como DJ Playero. Ese nombre yo no lo escogí cuando estaba en la escuela superior. In the music tenía... scene, I'm known as DJ Playero. I didn't choose that name. When I was in high school, I bought clothes from a store called Playero, which sells surfer and beach clothes and that kind of thing. So every day I had a different shirt that said Playero. Throughout the years and up until this day, that's the stage name that everyone knows me by. DJ Playero today is synonymous with one of the godfathers of reggaeton and also with an impressive collection of mixtapes. Those recordings made in the early 90s combined a level of experience and talent that few had back then on the island. Yo soy percusionista. Yo soy pues, músico desde, desde, desde pequeño por mi papá. I'm a percussionist. I've been a musician since I was a little kid because of my father, who is a drummer and a jazz percussionist. Latin jazz and salsa and that kind of thing. When I was little, I taught myself. I learned to play all kinds of percussion instruments. Well, as they say in the island, Dios lo cría y ellos se juntan. Like birds of a feather flock together. That's what happened in Puerta Tierra in Old San Juan. Playero was fluent in acoustic percussion. So, of course, in Puerta Tierra, he was asked to make electronic beats. Cuando yo me mudo para Puerta de Tierra... When I moved to Puerta de Tierra, that's where I met Vico, because he lived in Puerta de Tierra too. And then DJ Negro approached me because they had a drum machine, and they didn't know how to use that drum machine. DJ Negro, he didn't make music. He didn't make tracks, and neither did Vico. Well, I took the drum machine, and I gave it a go. I said, give it here. That's why it has instructions. Playero started experimenting gradually developing drum sounds and then original tracks for Negro and Vico. Entonces, la primera producción de Vico sí que fue eh, la recta final. Esa fue mi primera experiencia como productor musical. The first production from Vico sí was La Recta Final, which was my first experience as a record producer on an album. Then I produced Lisa M. I was also her musical director on the tour when Lisa was pegada, on fire, the queen. 
tu pum pum mami mami. Yo soy lisa, pequeña, brava y no me asustas. Y con los grandes mi cuerpo se ajusta. Menéalo. Lo que es Vico, negro y, y playero son, son mis hermanos. Vico, negro y playero are my brothers. You know, brothers. My brothers from childhood, my brothers from the neighborhood, my brothers from music, my brothers from everything. That's Lisa M. Lisa also lived in Puerta de Tierra and was a dancer for DJ Negro and Vico C before blowing up in her own right as the first female Spanish rap singer in Puerto Rico and one of, if not the first, in all Latin America. Playero es un lindo ser humano. Super talentoso, obviamente. Playero is an amazing person. Super talented. Obviously very serious about his job. And Playero is the creator of many things. Playero is, as they say, el papá, the father. At that time, and we're talking about the early 1990s, DJ Playero, like many DJs back then, made mixtapes of his favorite music what he played at his parties. The mixtapes were in a different world compared to his work as a producer for Bicosi and as a musical director for Lisa M, which were commercial successes on an international level. Para el rap en español eran ritmos originales, ¿entiendes? La gran mayoría eran ritmos originales. For rap in español, there were original rhythms. The vast majority were original rhythms. The drums we made with the drum machine. When I entered the world of underground, which still hadn't gotten that name, It hadn't begun to identify as underground. I was experimenting with different types of music, with Panamanian reggae, with ragamuffin. Those tapes, released in numerical order like Playero 1, 2, 3, etc., were popular. People liked them and passed them along. But they were essentially a hobby for Playero. They didn't even pay the water bill. Playero would make 10 copies, and when he sold enough to buy the next box of cassettes, he would give the rest of them away. Playero's motivation was to innovate with new sounds, and he hit a nerve with rap verses in Spanish over dancehall tracks. Ahí yo comencé a poner cantantes del patio de allá de Puerto Rico. I started to use singers from the neighborhood, from Puerto Rico, and I would put a little bit of one in a mixtape, but then the tape went on as usual, with the songs that were playing on the disco or on the places where I was going to DJ. Entonces, vuelvo y repito el tratamiento en el 35. I repeated that on Playero 35. On 36, I did it again, but a little longer. That's when I started working on 37. That was in 1991, more or less. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Playero 37 would be a seminal moment for the genre. An album made up of only Puerto Rican rappers who were the hottest singers of the day. But since this was underground, unlike commercial music, everything was done DIY. Para esa época, en Puerto Rico, habían estudios costosísimos. At that time in Puerto Rico, there were very expensive studios. They had real recording studios with their MIDI department and their editing department with their main room. Gigantic studios with 16-foot high ceilings. You know, real studios. That's where rap in Espanol was recorded. Meanwhile, Playero was making his record in his apartment in the Caserío, the projects. El apartamento era bien chiquito. Era chiquititito, bien, bien de residencial. The apartment was small, very small, real public housing. I remember the little black machine was the first thing you saw when you entered. And the speakers, and he had all his equipment there. Cuando yo llegué a, lo, a empezar el underground, yo lo empecé en el apartamento allí con una tascam de cuatro canales. When I started underground, I started in the apartment with a four-channel tascam and a drum sample that had like four bits of memory, each a second long, to make loops for measure long or one bar. Do you get me? That's if you wanted to divide it into four. But if you wanted to use the entire memory on a single sample, then you could make a sample of eight with two bars. With those few tools, I was able to make Playero 37. For the singers, it wasn't a picnic either. They had a microphone that cost like 20 bucks, not to mention that there was no room for error. Yo empecé a armar el cassette y todo era one take, y era real time. I started to put together the cassette and everything was one take, and it was real time. And while I was recording the singer, I was already choosing who was going next and how to do the mix. The singers wrote their songs right there. They sat and wrote while somebody else was recording. Before, recording a song wasn't like what it is now. Before you tripped up or made a mistake, you had to start over from the beginning. This is not like now that you can edit, press pause, hit record again. No, before it was dale, go. You have to have the lungs to be able to finish. Bam, 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 from top to bottom without any stops. Playero tiraba, te tiraba ahí mismo la pista en vivo. Playero would throw the track live right there. And it was live, in the middle of the room, so without acoustics. That was... A todo el barrio quiero saludar al porque Elisema acaba de llegar. Yo quiero que tú me escuches muy bien para que sepa que es la reina otra vez. Yo quiero decirles que yo estoy aquí y ahora dime que tú vas a hacer. Saca la cara. Chacha, ¿qué tú me dices a mí? Chacha, that was fire. I recorded that song encendida, hyped up. I still remember that day because that was the song that came out on Playero 37. And if Playero 37 didn't have enough going on, 
You remember where we left off with the shooting outside Playero's building? When in the middle of the party, a car drove by spraying machine gunfire left and right? Well, Playero ran down to see what had happened to look for his family and friends, including the talented young teen with whom he'd been working. The kid had been hit by a bullet and was now face down under a car. We're talking about Ramon Ayala Rodriguez. We are talking about Daddy Yankee. Y todo el mundo corrió, pero parece que en el, en el fuego cruzado, en, la co, en el corre-corre. And everyone ran, but it seems that in the crossfire, in the mayhem, Yankee was shot in the femur. We started to hear somebody moaning in pain, and it was him. The doctors managed to save his leg, but his life would never be the same. After a year spent inside the hospital, in wheelchairs, in physical therapy, and a limp that would never go away. Y ese suceso... That definitely led him to get into music full-time, because he was a baseball player. He would have been a great player, you know. Just as he did in music, he would have done as a player as well. What happened is, because of the injury, he could no longer play. It was a hard blow for Daddy Yankee. He was barely 16 years old at the time and had already been scouted by the Seattle Mariners. But Yankee still had Playero who also saw something special in him going back to the first time he ever heard him rap. He showed up at my apartment in Villa Kennedy. He was a rapper, all rap. He had a very fast tongue, twist to style, very, very fast. When I saw that, I was like, okay, wow, wait, let's keep flowing. Stop, let me listen. Okay, okay, that's good, but we're going to work in it. We're going to play with it, and we're going to put it on this style of music. And that's when we started recording, and we began polishing that diamond. Because that's what he was, a diamond. The shooting, in addition to putting an end to Yankee's baseball career, also left Playero 37 in the freezer. Because Yankee's verses were the only thing missing. Cuando estaba en su casa en recuperación, empezando a recuperarse, when he was at home recovering, I went over with my four-channel recorder and a microphone because his part was missing to finish the mixtape. He recorded practically laying down. And those are things that happen that I don't normally talk about, but it did happen, and I am sharing it now. The Playero 37 mixtapes, like all the Playeros up to that point, sold quickly, but without much hoopla. Until a year later, when Pedro Merced, founder of BM Records, called Playero asking for 37. I tell him, but that's out on the street. Why am I going to give you that? Give it to me. I'm going to release it on CD and on cassette. I took it, pam pam, and gave it to him. And that's how this saga of underground began that today is called reggaeton. Playero 37 spread like the smell of regret on the day after a frat party, until it reached DJ Negro. He had brought up almost all of the underground artists on the island at his nightclub, Dinois. But he never thought to make a record. And that's where 37 was born. And that, well, made me really angry. <laughs> he stole my singers. Everyone I had. Rankinstone recorded, Wisoji recorded, Michael Emanuel recorded, Blanco recorded, Baby J recorded. All the ones I had worked with. Because they were new singers. They had cut the recording fever and they were going to record with everyone. With spirits running hot, Underground's golden age was about to begin. 
but also the movement's most infamous rivalries. Front and center, DJ Negro and Playero. And everybody had to pick a side. On the next episode of El Flow... La tiraera siempre fue real y casi terminamos sin cantantes porque se ofrecían tiros. The violence on the streets gets a little too real as rappers start threatening each other in diss tracks. It's the crews around the artists. Se ofrecían golpes. The shit was real. The shit was real. And it was hard for me. Yo decía, oh my God. El Flow is a production of XL Content Studio in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. The show is hosted by me, Lilia Luciano, and was created and produced by Vitenis Di Julis. Production and sound design by Dixo. Additional production by David Quiñones, Mirna Couto, Hermes Ayala, and Natalia Merced. Story editing by Nuria Net. Original music by Truco. Production supervision by Álvaro Céspedes. Executive producers for Exile Content Studio are Nando Vila, Isaac Lee, and Alejandro Uribe. Executive producers for iHeartMedia are Connell Byrne and Giselle Bances. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.